Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. I-95 during the January snowstorm gridlock. I'm Shana Stulen. Staffing issues blamed in part for the initial miss of some ballots in Montgomery County. I'm Kate Ryan. The FBI took top secret documents from Donald Trump's Florida estate. In 10 minutes, we'll break down the latest developments with Washington Week. It's 10 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. The document used by the FBI to search former President Trump's Mar-a-Lago home has been unsealed. The latest from CBS's Stephen Portnoy. The unsealed materials show an FBI receipt for 11 different sets of documents marked confidential, secret, or top secret. One set of documents is said to be labeled with the highest classification, reserved for material that should only be reviewed in special secure locations known as SCIFs. The former president claims all the material he held in storage on his Florida property was declassified. If that's so, there's no clear evidence of it. The search warrant indicates the FBI was investigating violations of the Espionage Act, which governs the handling of classified material, as well as the crime of obstruction. House Democrats pass a sweeping spending package, sending it to President Biden. All Republicans opposed it. The Inflation Reduction Act aims to combat climate change, lower health care costs, and raise taxes for some large corporations. The motion is adopted. House Democrats celebrated passage of the Inflation Reduction Act Friday, which includes nearly $400 billion to fight climate change, the largest single investment in U.S. history. This legislation is historic. It's, transform it's transformative. Democrats say their landmark bill will lower energy costs, providing tax credits to those who buy green and manufacturers who build it. Separately, it allows Medicare to negotiate down high-priced prescription drugs. That's CBS's Natalie Brand reporting. Author Salman Rushdie is in a hospital with serious injuries after being attacked on a lecture stage. More from CBS's Nikki Batiste. <laughs> Right after the moment a man was tackled after allegedly stabbing Salman Rushdie on stage just as he was about to speak in Chautauqua, New York. Stephen Davies witnessed the attack. They got maybe 10 seconds into their introduction when an assailant uh, jumped out of the audience onto the stage. He had a black mask and immediately began pummeling Salman Rushdie. 75-year-old Rushdie was apparently stabbed in the neck and abdomen. The alleged attacker, a 24-year-old New Jersey man, is in custody. Polio is believed to be spreading in New York City. CBS's Elaine Cajano reports. Public health officials are warning the presence of polio virus in New York City's wastewater means the disease is likely circulating locally. They're urging those unvaccinated to get immunized immediately. In New York City, 86% of kids 5 and under have received three doses of the vaccine. But in some areas, that number dropped below 60%. This is CBS News. Hire with minimal effort and max speed with Indeed. Their hiring solution platform helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates efficiently. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Attention. 3 Friday, August 12, 2022. 75 degrees. Overnight lows going down to the low 50s in the suburbs. Good 
evening. I'm Ann Kramer. The top local stories we are following for you this hour. We continue to follow an accident in Arlington this evening after a car slammed into a bar. Eight people are in the hospital tonight, four of them in critical condition. Here's WTOP's Kyle Cooper. When the car slammed into Ireland's four courts here at Wilson and Courthouse, it created a big fire that could be seen for miles. Waitress Mary Riley says she was talking to some regulars and then just saw debris coming at her. It was just pure panic. Everybody shouting, get out the back, get out the back. What caused the crash? Arlington County Fire Captain Nate Heiner. We're going to do an investigation in conjunction with the police department, but right now it's too early to tell. In Arlington, Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. You can see pictures of the aftermath right now. We have them posted for you at WTOP.com. 10.04, seven months after a massive snowstorm shut down I-95 for hours. Virginia's top watchdog is out with a new report on what the state did wrong and what Virginia agencies are promising to do so it won't happen again. There are three glaring missteps. One, the lessons from a similar snow incident in 2018 on Interstate 81 near Bristol were not applied to what happened on I-95 in January. Two, the Commonwealth has no specific disaster plan for a snow event, and a winter weather exercise that was planned was postponed, potentially contributing to the challenges during the gridlock. Three, Virginia agencies didn't effectively communicate to the public to warn drivers away from the I-95 area near Fredericksburg. And while the report acknowledges that some drivers ignored messages that were sent. The messages that were sent were not clear or accurate. According to the report, the relevant agencies generally agreed with the findings and will implement recommendations including holding a snow-related disaster exercise and develop a better way of communicating with the public. Shana Stulen, WTOP News. 10.05, D.C. Health is expanding its eligibility criteria for monkeypox vaccinations. That criteria now includes anyone who has had more than one sexual partner in the past two weeks and anyone who works at an establishment where sexual activity occurs, such as a bathhouse, a sauna, or a sex club. D.C. Health says that so far it's received nearly 22,000 doses of vaccine and has given out well over 15,000 doses at its D.C. Health clinics. Nearly 29,000 district residents have registered for a vaccination so far. Monkeypox is transmitted through close physical contact or when a person touches infected fabrics, such as bedding or towels. 2022 here on WTOP. Montgomery County's Board of Elections will meet to count more than 100 remaining ballots and certify the election. And a board official says there will be some changes to address how the ballots were missed initially. Despite the fact that 102 uncounted provisional ballots were not discovered until just before the certification of Montgomery County's primary election, acting administrator for the County Board of Elections, Allison McLaughlin, said the process worked, but she said there were some contributing issues. We, we have a number of staffing changes. We had a number of vacancies and thin staffing for this election. That led to a mistake in transferring ballots from nine precincts. McLaughlin said in future, one person would oversee that process. The board also moved to consider joining four of the state's largest jurisdictions in legal action to start the canvassing process for mail-in ballots as early as October 1st. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. After traffic and weather, we're learning what the FBI removed from former President Trump's Florida house earlier this week and what potential federal violations the agency is now investigating. 
Yeah, Michelle Sindor from Washington Week will join us with a breakdown. 1007. The International Union of Operating Engineers Local 77 is recruiting its next class of apprentices June 23rd and 24th. As part of Local 77, you will operate and maintain heavy equipment like cranes and bulldozers all across the DMV. If you have a high school diploma or GED, driver's license and clean record are at least 18 and want to learn. IUOE 77 wants you. Get started at IUOELocal77.org and click JATC Apprenticeship Enrollment. And now to tell you more about the Montgomery County Fair, here's spokesperson, uh, spokes cow, Bessie. She says it's the nine best days of summer with the region's largest carnival. Food, food, and more great food. 